Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Thread the Needle podcast. This is episode 8. I am your host, Jared Kelly. I am also brought by my side, my co-host, Sean Bruner. Hope everyone is doing fantastic today. I know in New Jersey and Philadelphia, the weather is really nice. Gotta love it. So Sean, let's kind of go over to some NBA games that went down. I know we had that playing tournament. Still have it. Uh, let's go Let's go over to some games that popped off. Beautiful day today, Jared, huh? Beautiful, Beautiful day, day, man. I, I gotta love it, dude. I love it. Um, the NBA play on, playing tournament started on Tuesday. It was The first game was the Brooklyn Nets against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Brooklyn Nets got it done. They will face the Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. What a series that is about to be. Yeah, what a series. That is going to be phenomenal, Sean. I cannot wait to watch that. Kyrie Irving with 34 points and 12 assists. He shot 12 for 15. He didn't miss a shot all half. <sighs> My all gosh. in the first half. He went nuts. Kevin Durant with 25 points. You know, he's obviously easily going to produce. Oh, he's eating. Oh, he's eating every night. It's Kevin Durant. But a great game on the other side by Darius Garland. I mean, he's a young star, and he's stepping up in these big games. I mean, that's exactly what you need from your young stars. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got a ton of potential, man. Darius Garland is that guy. So what what a matchup the Celtics and the Nets are going to be. Seven seed versus the number two seed. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. What's your prediction (laughs) for that? Ah, oh, this is gonna be a hot take, but uh, I'm gonna take. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna be a tough, gritty, fought out Dude, game. But honestly, I think I'm gonna have to lean more towards the Celtics on this one. I mean, Celtics? it's tough, but I'm taking the Celtics on this one. Yeah, just because I think the Celtics are just more glued as a team than the Nets. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant haven't played a lot of games together. Which, you know, they have, but they haven't played an enormous amount of games together. So I think, honestly, I think Boston's just going to find a way to get it done. Because they're, be- they're better, they're more glued as a team, they got the defense figured out. And, I mean, honestly, for Philly, we got to watch out for Boston too and the Nets. But, yeah, I, I-, I think the Celtics are going to pull it out, man. A little hot take, but I think Celtics are going to pull it out against the Nets. Well, lucky f- luckily for the Sixers, we don't have to worry about them right now. Yeah, we don't have to worry about them right now, yeah. <laughs> there was a report I saw earlier this morning. We'll see if it's actually true. Yeah. There was news that said that there was optimism that Simmons would play in game four of that series. Mm. I mean, if he does, that's... that's that would be in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's going to be a huge addition in Brooklyn, too. Yeah, so that's going to help them tremendously on Brooklyn's end. But even with Simmons playing, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't dude, played you in never, so long. You never know. They don't have any of that chemistry yet or anything. Yeah, they don't have so. any of that chemistry. They haven't played together. They haven't glued. I mean, I'm sure they practice together, but they haven't played, you know, in the environment of an actual game. So... Yeah, I, I think Boston is going to pull it out, man. I, I'm really leaning towards Boston. Dude, I really don't know who I would pick in this game, honestly. Yeah. I mean, for, I know my dad for loves... popularity vote, I would probably take the Celtics. Yeah. Or, I mean, the Nets. I the mean, Nets, yeah. But, you know, uh, the Celtics are such a good team. They're second defensive rating, so... Yeah, they're just outstanding yeah. this year, and... and they, they start off so slow, and then they just turned it up, and yeah, they now turn, they're just they, such a great team. Yeah, they switched to what... another gear, man. They really have, and I know, you know, my dad's in... Uh, uh, annual listener. He listens to our podcast uh, every episode we put out. But I know where he's leaning towards on this one because he loves Larry Bird. You know, at all times. So he's leaning towards Boston. Yeah. He's gonna tell me, Jared, you can't root against Boston. But <laughs> yeah, I'm leaning towards Boston anyway, man. Not 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 just because it's gonna be my dad's pick, but you know, I'm leaning towards Boston. They're just a better glue team, like I said. What a series that's gonna be. Oh, that's right. gonna be phenomenal. So the second game on Tuesday was the Minnesota Timberwolves against the Los Angeles Clippers. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Defeated the Los Angeles Clippers 109 to 104. What a game! What a game man. that was, man. D-Lo that was incredible. Ice in the veins. D'Lo stepping up. Cat 
tough game from him. He got it. He got in the foul trouble. Yeah, and that's what cost them uh, his uh, minutes. But Anthony Edwards threw thirty points. <sighs> yeah, he was going off, man, from the outside too. I mean, he was he was nuts. And Pat Bev, dude, have a Pat, Pat Bev just being that dog. <laughs> I mean, I know you brought up before, Sean, that he called it in the beginning of the season that he was going to take down what the Clippers, or he no, did. he was going to make it. He was going to make. He was going to make the playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah, yeah. he was, was going to get them to the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, and he called it. So, I mean, you know, talk your crap where, Dude, where so, you can. Solid Pat game Bev. from him, too. 7-3-11. I mean, Not bad. 11 rebounds for Pat Bev. 11 rebounds? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant assists. No, no 11, 11 rebounds. rebounds. He only had three assists. Damn, he was a dog. He yeah. was a dog clawing on the, on the big guys last night. Yeah. I, I mean, not last night. The other, yeah, the other night. Dude, wow. D'Lo, D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, they stepped up. Huge in that game, but we can't forget about Paul George on the other side. Hey, Thirty-four PG. for him. Yeah, you can't talk your crap anymore about pandemic P. Right. Dude, I mean, <laughs> he stepped up. Even last year, he was perfectly fine in the playoffs. I mean, they got to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, playoff P's been over since 2020. That's some <laughs> fake news now. Yeah, some fake news. Yeah, he really, he really stepped it up, switching into another gear. PG man. But Minnesota will go on to face the Memphis Grizzlies. What do you think? I mean, Ooh. I think this is going to be a great matchup as well. This is going to be a great matchup, but. It might be a little of a hot take, but I'm just taking Memphis on this one. Memphis. I think they're just a better team. You see their chemistry. I, I saw a video that they put out. They were dancing uh, in in the hallway uh, going into the game. Just, just their chemistry is phenomenal. They got the big boy Steven Adams, and they got phenomenal talent John Morant. I mean, and Desmond Bain. He's been stepping up, kicking it into another gear. I mean, yeah, I'm taking Memphis. Yeah, I, I got to take Memphis. I, I I do. I can't. I can't not. Uh, root against them. I would also take Memphis in this game. They're such a better, they're so such a better team than them. Yeah, they're just better. John Moran's been on another level this year. They've been great without him. So even if they don't have him, I can still see the Memphis Grizzlies defeating the Timberwolves. Honestly, yeah, I agree with you, Sean. They're just that good of a team. Yeah, they're that good of a team. So last night we had a couple more games: the Eastern Conference and Western Conference. This was for the ninth and tenth place. Ninth versus tenth place. We had the Atlanta Hawks against the Charlotte Hornets. The Atlanta Hawks defeated the Charlotte Hornets. And a blowout win, 132 uh, to 103. Uh, uh, ice tray. What a game, man. I saw that pass to DeAndre Hunter. That oh was disgusting. Gosh, that was insane. Just ice tray in the veins, man. I, Atlanta, I, 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 I kind of was, was rooting for Atlanta because I thought Atlanta's just a better team against Charlotte. Charlotte's got a ton of young talent. They're still figuring out. I know MJ was rolling in his bed. Uh, <laughs> yep. I, I saw him leave early, I think, or something. Uh, I, I saw something that, you know, MJ was obviously frustrated that his team lost, you know, what, what coach wouldn't be. But, yeah, I, I was taking Atlanta on this one. Otherwise, yeah, Atlanta's the better team. But Ice Trey, what a performance. Yeah. Uh, Trey for the first quarter. First, I think it was, it was like one for eight or something. Like, he was doing really bad. Yeah, kind of struggling from One for field. 11 or something. He missed like eight in a row or something, right? Wow. Comes down, bangs a three. He's right back on target. Right I mean, back on target. He yeah. shot eight for 24, but. Yeah. Also on the other side, it was Lamelo. I think <laughs> Trey after Trey hit it, he missed eight in a eight in a row, and then he shot it and made it. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, he finally made it. There you go." And then Lamelo, he missed seven in a row before that. Yeah. And then he came down and he banged a three. Yeah. And, I don't know. It was a good. It was an all around good game, but the Atlanta Hawks are that much better of a team, and they're dude. If they make it back into the playoffs, they're scary because as of right now, they're going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. What do you What do you see in that? I mean, that ah, that's going to be a crazy matchup. Yeah, Garland that, versus Young. Yeah, it is going to be a crazy matchup. A crazy young potential point guard matchup between Darius Garland and Ice Trey. Ah, uh, this is a hot take, but I think Atlanta's more experienced. They've been there before, so. I know Cleveland is playing out of their mind this year. Huge big part on the coaching staff and huge big part on the players. They've been stepping it up like crazy. Jared Allen, Darius Garland. I mean, 
But I'm taking Atlanta on this one. Like I said, they've been there. They've done that. I think they got the experience behind their backs. So I'm going to take Atlanta on this one. I'm going to take Ice Trey. I'm going to agree with you. You're going to agree? Yeah. The thing that kind of scares me, though, yeah, is that the way that the bracket's set up is we play Toronto in the first round, the 76ers, and then Miami plays whoever, like possibly the Hawks or the Cats. Yeah. So if the Hawks were to play Miami and they beat them and then we went to go play uh, Atlanta, <laughs> how about that? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nuts, but I think... Bring that bring that back. Yeah, like, like we Run talked about... Yeah, like... Yeah, definitely run it back, Sean. Right. But what we talked about on previous episodes with Miami, I think they're I think they're gonna sell the bag, man. Even if they play Atlanta, I think it's gonna be I don't I don't think Miami's gonna sweep by any means, but I think it's gonna be a tough, gritty series. But I think Atlanta's gonna pull it out maybe maybe in seven. Dude, Atlanta's Atlanta that sneaky team. They, they are they could yeah, definitely they could be that around. sneaky team again. They yeah. could be that Cinderella team. Yeah. They ain't beating us this year. But. And I think they also still had John Collins out. Yeah, John Collins was out last night and yeah. still won by 30. Yeah, and he still won by 30. So yeah. look at that, man. I don't know, like, what's the update on him when he's coming back, but if he comes back for the playoffs, that's going to be a tremendous piece. Yeah, so for the, Haw- for the Hawks and Cavaliers, I'll, I will also take the Hawks in this game. I think they're the better team. I they, think they're they more are. experienced. More experienced. they got to be better their veterans backs. on their team. Yeah, better veterans, yeah. I guess because um, Kevin Love's probably the great better veteran on yeah. Cleveland. But Yo, he's kind of been stepping it up. He has Cleveland. been stepping yeah. it up. He's been he's great all year, really honestly. Yeah. All right, the final game last night in the playing tournament. Was the Pelicans and the Spurs, <laughs> dude, dude? I was trying to call close. it, dude. Man. You were close, dude. I was trying to you call were, it, dude. You were really close, yeah, dude. Third quarter, uh, early third quarter start. I was trying to tell Sean that the Spurs were going to come back, and dude, they were leaving everything out on the floor. A rough game from Dejounte Murray. I got to give credit where credit is due. Herbert Jones played a tremendous, amazing role on defense against DeJounte Murray. Completely locked him up. He was struggling from the field all game. But I just wanted to shout out another guy on the San Antonio Spurs, Devin Vassell. That man was crazy from the three-point arc. Dude, he was sparking it, man. Seven three-pointers. He was sparking it, man. If you just had somebody else step up, Kelton Johnson kind of had a late start, too. He started stepping up in the second half. Kelton Johnson was like 0 for 10, and at the end of the game, he's 6 for 20. Like yeah. Now you now you decide. Now you want to step up. up. Yeah. Like like you brought up a great point, Sean. Uh, Spurs are still in rebuilding mode. They got a ton ton of young talent, they ton got, of young potential. They're, yeah. They're just not experienced yet. Not and experienced they're eventually going to get there. Yeah. And and shout out to Jakob Pertl. Huge game. That block on Jonas. Oh my gosh. And then the boards he was grabbing. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah. I, I mean, the Pel- Pelicans obviously just just. Just outplayed the San Antonio Spurs. Shout out to Brandon Ingram. He had a silence San Antonio Spurs, man. That free throw J just had a just just had to silence the crowd real quick. How about CJ with twenty seven in the Dude, first CJ half? CJ was going off, man. The he Pel- ended with thirty two, but twenty seven in the first half. Dude, oh that's gosh. what sparked uh, the Pelicans, and that's what yeah, offense, that's what yeah. put them the Spurs in a tough hole to come back. In. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And the Pelicans crowd were loving it, dude. The arena was oh, ecstatic. Yeah. Dude, 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 they're ready to get back into the playoffs. And as of right now, the Pelicans they're going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. Ah, oh, it's gonna be tough. Ah, oh, that is gonna be tough. I am going to take. Ah, this is tough. Dude, this is tough tough. because you never know. This is a really hot take. Yeah, it could definitely go either way. I think it's going to be a tough, gritty, fought-out series for sure. I think... I'm gonna. T- well, this is just the playing tournament, so this is whoever gets the eight. This oh, is the this AC. The, this okay, is for the okay, AC. okay, okay, okay. So yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna take the Los Angeles Clippers. In this. You're gonna take Clippers with this one? Clippers, okay. Yeah. You think you think PG's gonna? I think PG will step up. Yeah. Gonna step up. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. What do you think about Reggie Jackson? Listen, man, Reggie Jackson is a solid point guard for you, dude. Tonight. He is solid. He has been such a good yeah. piece for the Clippers. So the Clippers as long as he steps up, Paul George steps up. Maybe get some Marcus Morris with a little bit of points. Norman Powell off the bench. Man, Norman Powell, man, I saw yeah. him kind of sparking it from the, the three, Clippers can definitely. Can definitely beat New Orleans Pelicans. I'm gonna go on a limb, Sean, and I'm gonna take the Pelicans. The Pelicans, Pelicans? beat the Clippers. Yeah, I'm gonna go on a limb. See, I mean, it can definitely go either yeah, way. Exactly, it can go either way. Yeah. It's just so tough to pick. Yeah, it is. It is a tough pick for sure, Sean. But I'm gonna take the Pelicans on this one. I, I think I'm gonna lead more towards New Orleans Pelicans. All right, so now let's go into a couple playoff matches that are already set. Okay. So what do we got? What do we got? So let's start off with. Golden State versus the Denver Nuggets. Golden what State a match versus that Denver. Is. Yeah, that is going to oh, – that, that. I'm taking Golden State in this as long as Steph Curry comes back. If as he long as Steph come, Curry comes back. If he doesn't back. come back, it's going to be a little bit tougher. I mean, I kind of do still believe that um, the Warriors can defeat the Denver Nuggets even without Curry. I mean – I think they can. Without I, ha- them having Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., it's going to be tough. They only have Jokic really – uh, yeah, they're Will huge Barton. missing yeah. pieces. Yeah, yeah. They, got, they, got, they got Will Barton. Yeah, huge missing piece for Denver. I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to take Golden State, even if Steph Curry doesn't come back. I think Jordan Poole is going to continue to contribute phenomenously. I I, I think he's just going to – he might he might have a 40-point game. Who knows? I, I think Jordan Poole is going to – It's my guy, dude. Yeah, it's my I, guy, I think dude. he's going to step up tremendously on the offensive end. I think Jordan Poole is that guy. And I think the Golden State Warriors, they just got too much offensive power, just too much outside scoring for the Denver to handle. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to take Golden State. This is There's a series right here I'm looking at. This has been getting talked about a lot because you don't know the status of a certain player. Yeah, okay. This is the Dallas Mavericks and the Utah Jazz. Now, nobody knows the status of Luka Doncic. The thing is, is that I've been seeing a lot of, like, posts yeah. that said, even without Luka, Dinwiddie, when he's point guard, steps up. They he does. Showed, they showed his stats. Yeah, he does. He's like, like 30-some points a game. And yeah, then, like, he's been phenomenal. And everything. Yeah. And also Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, who, yeah, huge Nova Cat. Yeah, exactly. So those two people that step up with Luka being out, Dallas could beat Utah in this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here, Sean, and I'm going to say U- Utah's kind of been in a slump. They kind of, I don't know, they, 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 they've they been disappointing in a sense. Uh, Utah's definitely been. And Dallas has been playing phenomenal. Yeah, and Dallas has been playing phenomenal. It's been a huge piece acquiring Spencer Dinwiddie. Like you said, Jalen Brunson has been huge. And, you know, it's just up for air on the status on Luka. But whether or not Luka plays, I think I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to take Dallas. I might take yeah, Dallas I'm, in this I'm going to take Dallas, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just think that Utah's going to, Sell the bag this year because they kind of been playing. They've been up in the air. Dude, they've yeah. been kind of having. Dude, they like, started off all hot like they always do, and then yeah. it just I don't know what happened. They were kind of banged up. Like I said, a huge offensive piece that they were missing. My guy Bajan Bogdanovich, he missed like two weeks for them. You know he he's back now. I think, but yeah, I, I think Dallas could Dallas Mavericks can take down Utah. All right, now let's go over to the Chicago Bulls versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my Listen, gosh. <laughs> Bucks got this series easily, but Easy the Bulls the are going to put up a fight. They are going to sure. put up a fight, yeah. Expect a huge, contrib- huge contribute from DeMar DeRozan 
And Zach Levine, you better get out of that slump, man. You better. Man. Dude, you're in the playoffs. You're finally back in the playoffs. Prove yeah. yourself in the series, man. Zach, I love you, my guy. Dude, I've been rooting with you since you were on Minnesota. You finally got good teammates, and you're in the playoffs. Finally. Yeah, you got to do something Take with advantage, the talent. Man. You got surrounded around you. But I saw your Insta flick, and you, you, you put a clock. You put a time. Like, time's ticking. You're getting ready for this Bucks matchup. And, dude, you better, you better come out, and you better be a dog. I know you are, Zach. I'm rooting for you, man. But... Ah, who am I taking on? This is tough. I'm, I'm taking the Milwaukee Bucks. You're, going, just, you're going with the experience, dude, the better just team? The experienced team that won last year. Yeah. I they're, think. They're experienced, man. Yeah. I mean, there's people on the Bulls like DeMar DeRozan and everybody who was like experienced. Who's our experience? Yeah. But the but, Milwaukee Bucks stayed together. Yeah. they And they got so much chemistry. Yeah. I don't think good. Chicago has enough. Yeah. yeah Chicago enough just experience. Doesn't have enough. I think the Bucks are just too good as a team. As a team in a whole, uh, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Bucks on this one against Chicago. I'm definitely taking the Bucks as well. So we already talked about the Boston and Nets matchup. We talked about the Memphis and Minnesota matchup. Yeah, the number one seeds are still to be determined. Yeah, it's between Miami will either play Atlanta or Cleveland. We talked about that, and yeah. Phoenix will either play New Orleans or L.A. Okay, either Phoenix is gonna be whoever wins in that. Yeah, I believe Phoenix is just like I've been saying on previous episodes on the podcast. They have just been playing like the team to beat this year, man. They have been phenomenal. Huge shout out to the coaching staff, Monty Williams. I mean, and 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 the young guys just to step up. Devin Booker having Chris Paul back, DeAndre Ayton. They are just looking phenomenal. And then you got huge pieces like Mikel Bridges. Yeah. Bridges, dude. Like that stat the other day is insane. Yeah, three years at Nova, never missed a game. Four years at Phoenix, yeah. never missed a game. Don't miss, it's insane. Dude. Yeah, and the Sixers traded him. Yeah, the Sixers, Sixers decided to yeah, trade I know, him. Dude, Bridges is just what? That huge can you imagine piece. if he was on our team right now? Oh my god, dude. dude oh it, my gosh, it'd be insane. It'd be insane. He'd be like another like Thibault, but he could shoot better. Right. Like, <laughs> so let's go to the last playoff series that we have not talked about, and I I save this one for last specifically. Yeah, I our know. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers <laughs> against the Toronto Raptors. I am so sick of the media, dude. I am so sick of the media. I am so sick of the hey, disrespect I, that the Seventy Sixers get from the dude, media. The disrespect, man, dude. The fact that if Joel and Beast doesn't win MVP, that is going to make dude, me absurd. That's just but a whole not, different story. But that. but not only that. As far as they think that the to Raptors, ra- the Raptors could beat us <laughs> just because Matisse Thybul is not going to be able to play, I don't care. Dude, the Raptors are not that good of a team. Dude, the Raptors have nobody, nobody who could stick Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is going to eat down there. Let's let's just think about it. Toronto Raptors play that small ball lineup because they got a huge, they they got tall guys who can stretch the floor out and shoot the long ball. You know what I mean? Pascal Siakam cannot guard Joel Embiid. Who you got? Chris Boucher? Come on, man. Nobody can. Exactly. Nobody, nobody can on guard that team Joel is guarding Embiid. Nobody on that team is guarding James Harden. Come on, James Harden is just going to feast. Gary Trent Jr. is not guarding James Harden. Yeah, yeah it's not happening. Fred VanVleet not guarding James Harden. Yeah, it's not happening. The 76ers are so so much of a better team. All I do is see on Twitter is the Sixers in seven or the Toronto Raptors in seven. What yeah, is the dude. disrespect? There's so much. The controversy 76ers are a good team, and they are not showing any type of respect for them. Dude, Philly just Philly just gets turned disrespect. I mean, every year you, you, you know how the media is with Philly. They just hate Philly. Dude, as of right now, Jokic winning an MVP. <laughs> Come I, on. I kind of would love to know another thing. I saw this too. What's Most up? improved player. Why is Tyrese Maxey not there? He went from averaging about eight points last year to averaging 18. Yeah, why is he not up there? I know Jordan Poole's up there. Jordan, you got to be up there. Jordan Poole's up there. It's Desmond Bain. I think I think Maxey had a better season than Desmond Bain. Hmm. Yeah, like, De- Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain shot the lights out. I understand. 
But Tyrese Maxey contributed like in like whenever players yeah, were multiple, out. Yeah, multiple. He yeah, up. he's been consistent. Devin Bain had a few games where he showed his yeah. spurts. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of later towards the season. Maxey's been doing it all year. He's John, been doing it all John's year. up on there too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I understand that, but I mean, like John, like he only went up. He didn't go up like as many points as Maxey. I don't yeah, think, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, how is Maxi? Yeah, how dude, is Maxi not that MVP? Right, it's, dude, literally what KD said. It's all about favorites. Yeah, shout out to KD, man. Yeah, dude, you're, shout you're, out to you're, KD. You're speaking facts, yeah, dude. dude. You are speaking facts. And he man. also said another thing yesterday. He was like, "I feel like most valuable player, like to win it again, back to back seasons, you should have a better season than you did last year." Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. To be fair, Embiid had a better season this year than Jokic did last year and this year. Yeah, like come yeah. on. Like, even Embiid last year, he was a bucket last year, yeah. too. Yeah, he was second in score. Mm-hmm. He was second yep. in the MVP. Yeah. Don't do it to him again. NBA, if you were listening to this, somehow, yeah. anybody somehow, from Somehow, some NBA, way, yeah. Some, anybody Please from NBA. take our words of wisdom into consideration. If because you're, Joel if you're an actual NBA fan, take Joel Embiid. <laughs> you know there's nobody in the NBA who has had a better season than Joel Embiid. Not yeah. one player. He had your team at a three seed without another star. Going through all of that drama, he won two Player of the Months, more than Jokic. Yeah. Tied with the Player of the Weeks with Jokic. Yeah. He's averaging more points than him. <laughs> yeah. They're going to say, these analytic bullcrap. Niang yeah. said yesterday <laughs> about the analytics. He yeah. said he was he said he was going to go crazy if Embiid didn't win MVP. <laughs> the minivan. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Th- this MVP race is going to be the death of me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I feel you, Sean. I feel you. So... I know we could talk about the MVP race all day. We could talk about Joel Embiid and the Sixers, but yeah, you already know we're leaning towards Sixers. Sixers easy. are being tar- Toronto in this. I'm already calling it. Uh, they're they're taking Toronto in six. I say I give Toronto two games. So agreed. Taking, agreed. Yeah, they're taking them in six. I, I would say five or six. I'm taking. Yeah. I say they take one at in Toronto. Yeah. So let's kind of shift our focus over to the MLB. Let's kind of talk about the Phillies and the Mets. What did you think, Sean? What What do you think? Dude, was... I'm just having another day in Philly, dude. I'm just going on Twitter, looking at everybody. <laughs> the Philly stink. Dude, Come it's on, six it's games early. in. It's six yeah, games it's six in. Everybody games has in. to relax. Yeah, everybody's got to relax, It's six dude. games in. They're Hit. getting used to it. Wait until that top four start hitting. Yeah, they, I mean, they still got to yeah, glue. They exactly. still have to glue, man. Like, you have all that offensive power, you yes, but they still have to glue. Like, nobody does does it overnight, you know what I mean? Harper was the hottest hitter in spring training. Yeah. He was on a hot streak. Yeah. He's just in a little slump right now. He's going to get back yeah. to oh, it. Ha- oh, Harper's going to turn around. Harper's, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to turn around. No the, question. The thing with the media is that they always give up on teams way too early. Way too early. Six games in. Everybody has but to But you know why, Sean? Because they have to talk about it. Yeah. Because if they just, you know, keep – keep talking about all the good with teams then you know it, it doesn't draw in any attention so they got to talk about the bad parts you know what i mean it's just it gives them something to talk about Schwarber, real muto harper castellanos once uh, castellanos he's been playing great those top he has top he has three, he's been getting in a he's groove been playing, yeah, 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 yeah he's been getting in a groove. Been really well those top three getting in a groove it's over for teams yeah like they're just leaving runners in scoring position yesterday first inning it was bases loaded one out left runners in scoring position the game before that left so many runners in scoring position. The Phillies just, once they start clicking, once they get into their groove, they're going to be a better team. It's early in the season. Everybody just has to relax. Right, yeah, they do have to relax. And, Sean, I just wanted to bring up, what do you think about the kid that we acquired, Stott? What do you, what do dude, you think about him, man? He's, he's, a, he's dude, been playing good from L.A. I knew he was going to be good. You know why? Because he's from Las Vegas, Yeah. <laughs> first of all. Same place where Harper's from. Yeah. Him and Harper are boys. You know they work out together. Yeah. 
this guy is phenomenal. He's going to be he, I think he's going to be a star in the MLB. I think he can. He 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 definitely has the potential to do it. Uh yeah, he's he wants phenomenal. Once man. he gets yeah, he more years in the league and everything, he's yeah. going to be good. And more consistency. He's gonna be very, yeah, 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 he's going to be sure, very man. good. Yeah, I completely agree. So what do you think about that Alec Boom comment the other day? I mean, listen, dude, I was <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a little hot take, but listen, man, he he, he owned up to it. He yeah, he apologized. He apologized in media like a man, and he took it on the chin. Like he said, they, you know, obviously they read his lips. He could have he could have denied it. And exactly, said, that's he not what I said. Easily you know what I mean? denied it. Easily yeah. denied it. You know, because they don't have no mic on them. You exactly. Know what I mean? to, easily could have said you read my lips wrong. Yeah, you easily read my lips wrong. Yeah, said. yeah, absolutely. He so, he owned up to it. He, he apologized. It was in the moment. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. Yeah, when it's you're the making moment, mistakes, man, you say things you don't yeah, mean. You're just yeah. in the moment. You don't mean anything you say. Yeah, it's sports, man. It's... Everybody should accept this apology in Philadelphia. You don't, you're a loser. Yeah, yeah. You got to accept this apology, man. He owned up to, to it like a man. Got to give him credit where credit is due. Great part on Booms End. So, what about Vlad Guerrero Jr. last night? Oh, my night, gosh. Dude? I mean, this is. I know it's early in the season, but. Dude, I think he's going to have a breakout MVP year. Also, my man, Jose Ramirez. Don't forget about him. Don't sleep on him. I wanted to go over to him. Uh, he's gonna, I think he's going to have another uh, MVP year. Uh, he's going to come around. But Vlad, man, getting stepped on by a spike. It is, his hand was bleeding. And then come bomb. back and hit another bomb. <laughs> three bombs. My God, Vlad is insane, man. And the thing is, is that, dude, he's in such better shape this year, too. Oh, he, he is. Lost, yeah. He lost about 25 pounds. Yeah. And he looks like he's in great shape, and he's just mashing baseballs. Yeah, you can see it. He's so versatile now, man. He's he's everywhere. You, you could tell that his car, like he kicked it into gears with his cardio, that he lost weight, and he looks phenomenal, man. Shout out to Vlad. I mean, you're already kicking off the season. I mean, amazing fella. Top home run hitter so far, Vlad. Yeah. He's got four. How about Anthony Rizzo with three in New York? I mean, he was off to Rizzo. He got traded to New York last year, and he was like iffy. Eh. Yeah, yeah. But three home runs to start off the season. Arenado three to start off the season. Dude, he is insane. The Cardinals, dude, the Cardinals offense is just insane. Don't forget about uh Harrison Batter. He's huge when he's hot. I know he was hot towards uh late season uh last year, but don't forget about my man Paul Goldie. Paul Goldschmidt, man. I'm a Byron Buxton too. Yeah, dude. Byron Buxton, a, man. He has been phenomenal. And how about that new guy on the Cubs, Suzuki? Yeah, Suzuki, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw some. Yeah, I saw someone about him, man. Yeah, he's been three home up. runs. Stanton, every, dude. There's just people that are off to amazing yeah, stars. They're, they're off to amazing stars. There's a lot of people that are off to amazing stars, man. There's a lot, dude. Don't forget about our guy George Springer. Yo, he's been stepping it up. If he can stay healthy, man, he is gonna oh, have he, a phenomenal year. If he can stay healthy, then the Toronto Blue Jays are a dangerous team. Oh, they're dangerous. Easily. Yeah, Vlad Bichette. They have such a great team. Man. I know. George Springer they're can insane. stay healthy. He's going to yeah. easily help them. Dude, don't forget about season. their pitching. Dude, they dude, picked up They picked up uh, Gossman. Dude. <laughs> dude, like. They made moves this offseason. And, and one one move that was very, like, heartbreaking for them was probably Simeon leaving. Yeah, Simeon, yeah, for sure. imagine Simeon on that team right now. Yeah, that, oh, my God. It'd be insane. It would be insane. They would all be crushing nukes. <laughs> be insane, man. It would be insane. So the Phillies play tonight against the Miami Marlins. Miami Marlins, dude. Three-game series. We struggle against Miami. We do. Sean, I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to say we sweep Miami. I know we usually struggle, Ooh. but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say we sweep Miami. Miami's 1-4 right now, I believe. And, I, yeah, I, I think we're going to turn around offensively. Our pitching's going to step up, and I, th- I think we're going to sweep Miami. Well, we easily should yeah. sweep Miami. I know the favorites are leaning more yeah. towards Miami. I would say... Phillies, you better at least take two out of three. 
at yeah, least. You, you better take two out of three, but I'm hoping for a sweep. I'm going on a limit. And then you go sweep. on and you play Colorado. So mm. you want to make sure you're in a good position going up against um, Colorado. I mean, absolutely. They're not. They're playing pretty good this year. I mean, four and one. Yeah, four and one. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, teams start off hot in the beginning of the season, and then like towards like the middle of the season, start fading off. The yeah. better teams come up. Like For I, sure. like right now, Colorado's leaving leading the division. You know that San Fran and L.A. and San Diego, they're all going to be up there. Yeah, dude, L.A. is so good, dude. They're Yo, amazing. how about their pitcher, man? Dude, they're oh 13, yeah, 13 strikeouts. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, let's go back to this. Last <laughs> night, Clayton Kershaw. Listen, I know, listen, man. Listen. <laughs> Explain to me this. How do you th- how do you feel about this? I don't know if you saw it or not. Seven pitches or seven innings pitched, eighty pitches. He has a perfect game. I know they took him out. I know they took him out. How yeah. do you feel about that, dude? I don't know. A lot of coaches have been taking pitchers out early, man. Like they've been pulling players out way too early, dude. Like he 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 could have definitely pitched more. Like you, in an in an interview after and everything, Kershaw was like, "Yeah, it was the right decision and everything." Dude, I really don't think like deep down, you know, you have a chance to, to have a more. perfect game. Yeah, I mean, you, right. You yeah. only threw eighty pitches, and they say, ah, oh, blame the lockout and stuff. Has nothing to do. You can easily pick up a baseball. Yeah, you, you can, can still easy, throw. Yeah, you can easily pick up a baseball. Go, and go pitch in your it, backyard. Man. You can literally throw. Yeah, and just practice, dude. So, like, come on. That the, easily, Dave Roberts. I mean, it happened twice. There was two pitchers that all time got taken out when they had a perfect game. Both of them were by Dave Roberts. Yeah, dude, it's it's kind of been all over, man. I know a lot of coaches have. Been I get it. It's his first game. I understand, but. Like, come on, you have a chance to make history. Yeah, like, you have a on. chance to make history. Just let them do it, man. This early in the season, I mean, I, I guess they don't want him to throw his shoulder out or whatever the case may be because uh, he's so phenomenal. But, yeah, man, I mean, he was just phenomenal, man. 13 strike. Oh, my God, dude. He was phenomenal. Dude, he was. Dude, I was playing against him, dude. He, <laughs> <laughs> dude, he just stepped up the guy's case, like, phenomenally, man. I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy has 13 strikeouts. He is he, he was huge. Had a huge game, man. Yeah. L.A.'s just dangerous. They are. L.A. is such a good team, dude. Picking up Freddie Freeman, too. Like, come on, man. Yeah, Freeman, like, yeah. That's fair. Yep. That's a huge piece, man. Freeman is a huge piece. Losing Corey Seager is something that's going to not really affect him just because they – Picked up Freddie Freeman. Like, yeah, true. Right, yeah, yeah. Right after, which makes up for it. Yeah, Corey Seager. Corey is Seager a is such a, too, such yeah. a huge part to the success winning the World Series. Yeah, MVP yeah. of that mm-hmm. that world that World Series. So yeah, I love Corey Seager. Yeah, Phenomenal. Yeah. Corey Seager, one of my favorite baseball players for sure. Him and Cody Bellinger on the same team, dude. I love Cody them on Bellinger, the same team. Yeah, I know. He had a home run last night. <laughs> oh, really? Bellinger yeah. home run. Yeah, yeah. Belly on the board. Belly on the board. <laughs> dude, I need my man Yelich to step up, man. Yell- what has he been doing, man? Has he still been silent, dude? I don't. I know he had a home run. I'm pretty sure he had a home run. He had a bomb. Yeah, Yelly had a bomb. I'm pretty sure he had a bomb. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I haven't really been hearing too much. Like, yeah, he's got to step it up from last year, man. I lied. He didn't have a bomb. Yeah, I, I don't think he had a bomb yet because I didn't really see nothing. As of right now, he's batting 263, which is an awful. Is an awful. Two RBIs. Okay. He's doing something. He's doing something. He's getting hits. He's one hit. Two yeah. Hit, at least he's hitting hit. the ball. Yeah. He's yeah. Hit. He's in the ball. It. Yeah. I just need that MVP form of Yelly to come back, dude. Yelly, he was, yeah. Dude, he was so much fun to watch. I know, he Him was. Him and Bellinger in that season, dude, just raking home runs. And if he didn't get hurt, I mean, I think he could have won the MVP that year over Bellinger. I think he was having a better season. Yeah, for sure, Sean, for sure. Yeah, we but, need Yelly to come yeah, back, dude. man. He was so fun to watch, dude. 
Yeah, he like, was. Him and Bellinger were just so fun to watch at the same time, and then they're both they're both kind of struggling. Yeah, the last two years. Yeah, him and Bellinger. Yeah, for sure. So, Sean, honestly, I'm just popping this question to you. Who right now? I know it's still early in the season, but who right now looks like the best team in baseball? Who right now looks like the best team in baseball? Yeah. That they're just glowing. Easily, you can put the Los Angeles Dodgers up there. Dodgers, okay, definitely. Toronto right Blue Jays are playing phenomenal. Yeah. The Chicago White Sox are surprising me a lot. Yeah, yeah, they are, yeah. Four and one right now. Mm-hmm. Houston, obviously, you always know they're always going to be the up Astros, there. Astros, yeah. I mean, yeah, you always got to look out for them. St. Louis is three and one. Colorado is the team that's surprising me. Colorado? Four and one right now. Yeah. They lost Trevor Story. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, they're just clicking right now. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, they are clicking. They're, yeah, absolutely. I, I could see it obviously slowing down. They're in the National League West. You got the Dodgers. You got San, San Diego. You got San Francisco. Dude, you got a stacked team. So, you know that Colorado, I don't see them winning the division at all. Um, If you, let's make our predictions for each division. Let's start with the American League. We got the American okay. American League East. We have Toronto. Tampa Bay, New York, Boston, and Baltimore. What? Uh, what a division! I love Tampa, man, but Toronto. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna. Uh, this is a hot take. Such early in the season, I'm gonna take Toronto. I'm gonna take Toronto. I think they're just gonna get done. Vlad is playing out of his mind. I think they're just glowing. Yeah, I'm gonna take Toronto. I am going to take Toronto also in this. Don't take Toronto? Okay. But it wouldn't surprise me if Tampa Bay and New York were right next to them. At the oh, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely. I love Tampa, dude. My man Brandon Lau. I, dude, I love Tampa. And it's so so hard to root against them. But, yeah, Toronto. No, it's a hot take, but I'm going to take Toronto. This this division right here is interesting. The American League Central, you have the White Sox, the Indians, the Royals, Minnesota, Detroit. The only team I can actually see continuing to stay consistent is Cleveland in this. Yeah, I'm going to go with – yeah, I think I'm going to go with Cleveland. I'm going to root behind my man's uh, Jose Ramirez. I I'm going to go with Cleveland. De- uh, yeah, I still don't think Detroit has anything. Minnesota, I really don't think has a chance at anything. Kansas City, no. Chicago's 4-1 right now. But White Sox might be that sleeper. That's what I mean. Yeah. White Sox aren't that bad of a team. Yeah. I, I might have said earlier that they're not that great of a team. They aren't that bad of a team. Yeah. Just rethinking of it They right might now. be that sleeper. Yeah, right. absolutely. Dude, Tim Anderson in that team, dude? Tim Anderson. <sighs> dude, Timmy. Dude. Timmy. Dude, he's, he's, he's phenomenal, good, man. Dude. Yeah. All right, in the American League West, we have Houston, Oakland, Los Angeles Angels, Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers. As of right now, Texas, 1-4. They picked up Simeon and Seager. Yeah, kind of struggling. I think it's their. I think it's their pitching. Their pitching. Yeah, you think I be- it is? I believe yeah. it's their pitching. Yeah, because they got the offense. Yeah, they have offense. They they have solid players on that team. They do. Yeah, they have players like Simeon, Seager, Wow, Garcia, and Brad Miller's on that team. Yeah, Brad Miller, dude, he's been phenomenal. He's <laughs> two, been two home runs, up. five yeah, two home runs, dude. He's been phenomenal. I've been seeing non-stop notifications of brad miller i'm like oh my hey, gosh dude, i didn't want the phillies to get rid of him <laughs> i know like, dude, we always just sign him for dude, a year I dude i didn't it. want the phillies to get rid of mccutch i mean how oh, yeah, huge dude, has he Kutch been, a, has been Kutch has been amazing he's been brewers. amazing for the brewers that man was, he's been their yeah, leadoff too dude. the past couple of the games like he's he's been phenomenal man he's been consistent he's he's still getting it done man dude, at the age of 35 dude, he's still getting it done dude he's playing phenomenal right now yeah. i hope he keeps it up because i really did like Andrew McCutcheon in Philly. Yeah, McClutch. I got him in my fantasy, so I, I, I'm expecting a big year. Dude, he was really perfect for Philly too. I yeah, think. he was, dude. He was that perfect Philly for. Uh, he was that perfect. He was. He was that perfect piece for Philly, man. I just. I. I loved his personality. I. I loved everything about him, man. He just. 
He just he just made the dugout just better, man. <laughs> he did he, he did he brought that veteran presence in? Yeah, too. definitely. Yeah. All right, let's go to the National League East. Okay. Very very interesting. We have the New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Atlanta Braves, the Washington Nationals, and the Miami Marlins. Here's the thing. Such a huge Phillies fan. I kind of don't think they won the division now. You leaning more towards the Mets or? I'm leaning towards the Mets or Atlanta. Mets or Atlanta. But I believe that the Phillies can get into the wild card. Yeah, I agree. Uh... The thing is, is just that like the like the Mets, dude, they spent so much money out there that they, they there's no the Mets they choke every year. But the thing is, Degrom's still out, right? So when he he's, comes back, I think he's day to day. Oh, he's day to day. Yeah. So when Degrom comes back and he's consistent, like he's going to be a huge piece exactly. for them too. So like, my, like the Mets are kind of scary. Yeah. Ah, uh, and they got Scherzer. I can easily see the Phillies making a wild card. But listen, 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 listen. Not putting any doubt on my fightings, dude. I'm not putting any doubt on the fightings that they can win the division. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, it might be a little biased. I'm gonna go with the Phillies. I think Phillies can pull it out. I think I think Phillies can pull it I out. I do think if, the Phillies can pull it out. I yeah. really do. Yeah, if they if, if not, if they I, around, they're making the playoffs this season. Oh, I can absolutely. guarantee it. Yeah, I'm putting a little, I'm putting a little Charles Barkley guaranteed. <laughs> I like it, Sean. I like the energy, Sean. <laughs> All right, so we got the National League Central. We got the St. Louis Cardinals, the Chicago White Sox, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Cincinnati Reds. Mm. Interesting, interesting division right here. I'm going with Cardinals. I'm going with the right Cardinals the as well. I'm going with Cardinals. Paul Goldie is going to have a phenomenal year this year, and Nolan, psh, he, he's already stepping up. I'm going with the Cardinals, but I'm not going to sleep on Milwaukee at all. Oh yeah, not going to sleep. On Milwaukee. Can't sleep on Milwaukee. I mean, you know, hopefully Yelich turns it around, man. He's going to be a huge piece for Milwaukee. But dude, Milwaukee has such good pitchers. Dude, <laughs> dude, their pitching <laughs> is phenomenal. Dude, Corbin Burns, dude, Corbin Burns is amazing. Oh my god, dude! I mean, Woodruff. I mean, dude. yeah, dude. They have a they have McCutcheon, Adams, Renfro, Juan, Yelich, Lorenzo Kane. Yeah, dude. They have solid pieces, and in they their could lineup. simply turn around, man. They can. They could just wake up and turn around. Simply easily. Milwaukee's good enough to turn it around, man. So the last division that we have here, interesting one, is the National League West. Okay, what we got? We have the Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, the San Francisco Giants, the Colorado Rockies, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm. I guess you can only take L.A. in this because they're just that much of a good team. Yeah, out of all the other teams. I'd say San Francisco is going to be a close second, though. They are. They are. I like San Fran. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to just take L.A. I'm going to take L.A. on this one. Go on a limb and take L.A. I mean. It's not a wrong choice. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't yeah, go wrong with LA. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. LA on this choice, one. Yeah. Yeah. That has been episode eight of Thread the Needle Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this lovely day and you guys have a good one.